0: Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, showing you comics, pop, culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week six in the national football league uh joining me today uh bill Needles. how are you bill
1: i am fantastic thank you
0: Pierce. always good to have you and rounding out our trifecta as always is craig needles how the heck are you craig
1: um all right you know keeping on uh keeping up with the news i guess (laughs)
0: yeah yep good times um i mean it's been a little shady this week i mean uh as far as you know COVID football we got through that tuesday night matchup you might notice we're recording a uh, day later than normal because this week, there is no Thursday game due to the fact that they did get that Titans-Bills game in, which uh, had a pretty insane result, I got to say. It, it, like, we always talk about in week one how there's the, uh, the boy, we didn't see that coming matchup. and That makes no sense for the rest of the season. And from where I'm sitting, it's the Jaguars beating the Colts by seven in week, six, in week one. That uh, seems like that's going to be the what-the-f game of week one. Um, that... Bills Titans game uh, a couple of nights ago that uh, I didn't see that coming especially for a team that basically was able to practice like I think they they were off for like 16 days or something and they were only able to practice for like three of them or something <laughs> and somehow and half the time they had guys moving in and out with COVID and uh, not only did they beat the Bills but they made them look pretty silly which is the make of that Craig? uh
1: yeah it was uh maybe the Titans are just really good it might be yeah they haven't lost a game yet, and uh, they got to the AFC title game last year. Uh, like, they just might be a real good team, and uh, it looks as though that's continuing this season. And. I was surprised that Buffalo was just so unable to run the ball, to be honest. Mm. Like Allen making some mistakes, like that's like yeah, he hasn't made any this year, but uh, not necessarily shocking. And he had uh, he had some ugly throws, but uh, they just could get nothing going on the ground, and I think that was uh, a big par- part of the problem for their offense.
0: Yeah, Robinson had two big turnovers uh, as well, like the the, the interception that. Uh, was charged to uh, Allen but was definitely not his fault whatsoever. Uh bounced off of Robinson's hands and straight up in the air to Malcolm Butler and then he Single Was it Singletary? or was it, no, it was Robinson Robinson uh bounced one, didn't he? And then uh he also fumbled on a on a kickoff there too or uh, yeah, on a kickoff. So it was it was bad. It was it was just weird. Yeah,
2: um it looks like good football. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was it was and, and even then, they were still able to, to, to you know, they, were, they, were, they had good drives. They had good drives. It's just a, everybody has. Might have been one of those look-ahead games. Might have been a look-ahead uh, game, uh, week for two games because that Bills-Chiefs game, that's been looming large and has been moved. It was supposed to be played tonight as of when we were recording this, but uh, now that game's on Monday. And quite frankly, I'm not upset about that because uh, getting that game into sort of prime time at 5 p.m. is pretty good. But, yeah, the Chiefs and the Bills both with a potential, like, Uh, Look-ahead loss last week, but uh, here we are. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about week six uh, in the National Football League. Um, First up, the Chicago Bears are heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers. This game is going to be one of my five, gentlemen. Uh, I wrote it down yesterday uh, when we normally record, because that's just the routine I go through, but the line has moved. I wrote down the line right now is Panthers minus one and a half. Uh, I wrote it down yesterday. I took the Bears when the Bears were plus two and a half. So if either of you want the Bears, you're getting them at plus two and a half because that's what I wrote down as one of my five. Um, I think the Panthers, I, I think what they're doing is nice. I'm a big Matt Rule fan. Um, I'm a little upset that I took the Panthers under because their defense just looks so bad, and, it, and it's not great. Uh, it, it is uh, 25th in DVOA. But the offense is just so good. They haven't missed a beat, even without uh, Christian McCaffrey, who they're probably going to get back sometime next month. But uh, Mike Davis has just come in, and, and they, they haven't missed a, a, just an ounce of offense uh, with uh, allegedly the best running back in the game out. Uh, I just I like this Bears team, and I just I, I think that they're better defensively, and they're in despite the fact that. Uh, uh, their running back doesn't look too good. I, I I think that they'll they'll be fine, and I I trust Nick Foles here. Uh, what do you think, Bill? Uh, Panthers currently minus one and a half.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think this is going to be a finesse show. I think when this one might get a little scrappier, and I like the Bears in that scenario. Um, or, or at the very least, I like a couple points. Um, I think the Bears are a better team. I I, I just think they're a little more consistent, so I, I like the Bears here uh, more than I like the Panthers.
0: Panthers getting minus one and a half. think, Craig?
1: Uh, I, I think, I think it's going to be the Panthers for me. Like it's, is, isn't there, are we due for a game where Nick Foles plays like garbage and he wasn't particularly good against Tampa. They found a way to win anyway.
0: Yeah. But uh, that's another know, thing. I, 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 to I just, rest for the bears this week,
1: sorry, I forgot to bring it. Yeah. Yeah. I have 10 days rest. I, 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 I think I'm going to go with the Panthers. I just think they're a better team. This, this, this Bears team is a very fraudulent 4-1, so I'll take the Panthers at home. Yeah,
0: that's, Bears, that's... Bears 23rd in DVOA, so uh, the, the, the math would track that they're fraud. They're certainly fraudulent, but we've seen this before. Like we saw it last year with the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, by all metrics, were atrocious, and they still finished 13-3. and Well, three.
1: They, they, were, they were 12th in DVOA, though, and they got to 13-3, and three, which they were punching above their weight, no question. Mm-hmm. But the Bears are a bad team playing at a 4-1 clip. Like, there's a difference, I think, between the two. So, yeah, maybe they, they wind up getting lucky all year, but I did, I, I, I'd rather bet on that not happening.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the Bears, and they're, they're definitely going to be one of my five. Uh, next up, the Cincinnati Bengals coming off. Man, did uh, Joe Burrow ever get thwacked by the Ravens last week. Ravens offense didn't even play good, or play well, sorry. And uh, they beat them, what was it, 27-3, and the Bengals just kicked the uh, – like, let's just get some points on the board. Field goal during garbage time there, so that they didn't, so that they didn't put out the flat zero. Um, they're heading to in Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Yet another uh, really good defense, uh, sixth in DVOA. Uh, Colts minus eight. What do you think on this one, Craig? I
1: think Colts. Hmm. I just think that the defense should play well enough, um, and and this has been a tough, obviously, couple weeks for Burrow. I think that. That Burrow actually looked okay in spite of what was going on with Baltimore. Like he, he didn't look like he was lost. You know what I mean? They, they were struggling, but uh, I, I, I still think that the Colts are gonna are gonna cover in this game.
0: This is the number one defense in DVOA. My my only hesitation here. Number one defense in DVOA. Twenty fifth offense. This offense that the Colts are kicking is terrible they are so bad in the red zone when you watch them play um they don't have any playmakers whatsoever on the offensive side of the field rivers i know i said i was going to wait till november to say this but philip rivers is cooked he is absolutely cooked. he cannot throw the ball anymore um it's really bad that they invested all that money in him it's a shame that uh, andrew luck retired right before this team got to this position um but it, it is what it is I I I'd be wary this I, I'm a little bit wary of the minus eight not because of the Colts like I'm gonna need a defensive score in this game from the Colts in order to for them to cover this eight I feel like because uh, Cincinnati can at least move the ball a little bit and um yeah it's 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 weird uh Colts minus eight against the Bengals what do you think bill
2: I think if if you can barely score three on the Ravens there's nothing to suggest that you can score more than that against the Colts um, but yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you as so okay. That's great. Can the Colts score 11? Yeah. Um, and maybe not necessarily 11, but the Colts might end up with 16 and, and you can't even get a a touchdown, a field goal if you're the Bengals here. I, I think I like the Colts. I think there will be a defensive score. The Colts have been quite good at that. So I like the Colts here, but yeah, I think you do need that defensive score.
0: Uh, we should mention bye week teams this week. Four of them. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Seattle Seahawks. That's some that's that was some pretty significant juice. I mean, I'm uh, I'm sure the uh, if the if the NHL uh, schedule makers could, they might push these guys back a week because uh, like we're at the height of Herbermania right now, and uh, Russell Wilson, you know, maybe wait another week to give him a bye week because he's just been so damn good. Um, man really, just just really good stuff those are some guys worth missing um next up uh, my Detroit Lions are heading into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars Lions coming off a bye week uh, and are favored on the road uh, in Jacksonville where there will be fans uh, Detroit getting a three-point bump for some reason uh, take the Jags for me this is a place this is a spot where the Lions historically lay an egg and they're also just not very good what do you think Craig
1: uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, I think Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville mm-hmm. and we've already had two coaches go down this season. Yep. Like if there's another one, is this not the coach?
0: It's, it's him or Gase, but I, I think the jets are
1: just, the jets have said they're going to keep Gase the rest of the year. And I think that the Jets you? plan is to, is yeah. to lose 16 football games. Yeah. And then fire them. It's a good, a good plan. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, I shouldn't say good plan, but relative to where they are now, it's as good a plan as they're going to come up with. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I just, I just think he might be the next guy to go. We, we haven't had like a, a really ugly year as far as coaches getting canned in the NFL in a while, but maybe this is the year. And like I said, we've already got two down and maybe, maybe this is the third. Cause look, this team is supposed to be better than this. They've got quarterback figured out. They brought in a guy that had all of his experience on the defensive side of the ball. And the defense is horrific. Like, At what point do you not look at that guy and say, what's going on here? So maybe there's uh, a conversation to be had about uh, the Matt Patricia era ending early. I I see no, no conceivable way it gets past this season.
0: Uh, Another thing that's stunning about this week uh, this game is not the Scott Hansen game.
1: No. No, it is not.
0: Which is insane. (laughs) Uh, Detroit Lions getting three on the road. What do you think, Bill?
1: Um.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Two, two bad teams, both. I give me the points. I I think I got to just take the points here and and try as hard as I can not to watch this one. (laughs)
0: That's that's the move. Yeah. Just check in and see if you covered. That's all.
2: Don't actually watch (laughs) what happened.
0: Uh, next up the Atlanta Falcons are heading to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Falcons getting four Vikings, giving four at home. Um, before we talk about this week, uh, what did you uh, think about your team's decision to go for it on that on four, that fourth and one at the end of the game?
2: I, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I, at the time, I said, "Yep, good call."
0: I thought I thought so too. Didn't even hesitate. I, like, yeah. you guys have been sli- I, the only thing I, I, that I thought was silly was you'd been slicing them up, writing, uh, running to the left side the entire game, and then mm-hmm. it, with the you know in the most important play of the game, you went to the. Uh, uh, to the right side and kind of call. I that's just that's
1: something where you outthink yourself. Like, okay, they're yeah. going to think we're going to go left, and we're going to go right type of stuff. You yeah, know?
0: You, they, they, yeah, exactly. They just they outthought. I did. I didn't like the play call, but I loved the decision. Because like to me, if you kick the three pointer there, you you've put the game in the hands of a coin flip to me. Because you're saying exactly. okay, Russell Here's Wilson's going to take it here, down. Here, do
1: you who do you do you want this game with decided with Russell Wilson on the field? Yes or no? My oh. answer to that's always going to be no.
0: Always, yeah. And you guys have been slicing them up on the ground all day. I was like, yeah, we can get one yard here. And I realized Elvin Cook was out, but Madison uh, came in there and you guys didn't miss it's a fine. beat running at all. And, and didn't no, he end up with like 100 that's yards that's anyway?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: It was It was just, I just, I what I really didn't like was a third down play call quite frankly, the like weird end around to Thielen.
2: Ugh, what are you doing yeah. there?
1: Now that play, you know, that, that got them a third of that, that, I think they gained four yards on that play. Really? That was like two or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. They, 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 I mean, the they gained if, yardage, but I just, yes. Was like, eh. if, it, if that was a regular situation, this is the weird thing about it. If that was a situation where Adam Thielen was not concerned about the clock, that's probably a first down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He went down early because he's like, I got to stay in bounds.
0: Yeah, that's true. He could have busted it to the outside and maybe
1: picked up. The yeah. First yeah. Down. yeah. Cause and, and like, I say probably, and he he did he made the right decision because I, I think there was a, a a relatively decent chance that it was a first down. But if it wasn't a first down and he was tackled out of any and he, and he yeah. got gets out of bounds, that's a disastrous play for the Vikings, right? Yeah,
0: unbelievable. So yeah, then you have made, to kick the uh, the field. Goal. Yeah, then you
1: have to kick because mm-hmm. then the clock's not even running. So you're like, okay, we have to be up eight. So yeah, um, yeah, it's um, poof. It's it, it was it was the right call mm-hmm. to go for it. Um, I think that play action obviously is something that could have done there too. Like, is it, like isn't there like a you know play action, Kyle Rudolph, two yards, uh, two yards across the line of scrimmage play? Like, didn't they run exactly that in overtime against the Saints to win the playoff game last year? Like, run that play yep. again? Like, yeah, you know. it's...
0: They- they didn't use their best play was what was what upset me that that, yeah. that was the only thing that upset me but i it was 100% the right decision and it's unfortunate that it backfired on 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 the vikings but it was and, and like as russell was driving i was like pissed off not cuz i don't like russell wilson cuz I, I i do and i like the seahawks but i was just like God, this is just going to lend credence to all the idiots who are saying, hey, you got to take the points so that you can get to overtime and, and like all that stuff, right? And it's just like, I'm like, Russell Wilson was going to come down and do that anyway. Like, if, yeah. he, if he got the ball, like, he, he would have been – technically would have been even closer, right? Because, like, you guys were on the five or whatever. And then, yeah, it just – he would have scored, tied it, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, they played for a coin flip, right? Like, and it's just yeah. –
2: they should have never been in that position, though. That third quarter was a yeah. freaking travesty. Yeah, and um, even
0: then, like in the drive, there was like the 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 one DK. The, there was the fourth and ten. There were two fourth and tens where DK Metcalf had to make like an amazing play, too. Right? And it was just like, eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was it was it was, it was the right call to go for it. And if they they hadn't gone for it and lost, it would look stupid. So yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Uh, your boys this week minus four against the Atlanta Falcons with a brand spanking new Raheem Moore as their coach. Uh, how do you feel about your Vikings coming into this one?
2: Um, I, I like the Vikings. Um, I don't know if I like them four points.
1: No, the Vikings are a lot better than Atlanta. Like the Vikings are, I think they might be in the top ten. DB, I'm I'm looking at right now, but uh, the, the Vikings are a good 11. team that has got unlucky. They're eleven. Okay, yeah. They're, the The Vikings are a good team that has got very unlucky. Uh, the Falcons are a bad team, and I think that's but all like, you need to know. Like about
2: when this you game. when you get a touchdown scored on you, you immediately turn the ball over, and then the the next play after that is a thirty yard run into the end zone. That's not unlucky, man. That's that's bad play. Ah. Uh, uh.
0: And it's a little bit weird because I mean, like scoring three touchdowns in a minute twenty-seven is fluky or whatever it was, right? Like you guys were destroying yeah. them, and then a minute twenty-seven later, you were you were losing because like there was there was some fluky stuff. Yeah, there, there was some bad tackling on the on the Chris Carson run for sure. That mm-hmm. should not have been a thirty. That should not have been a like more or less untouched thirty-yard <laughs> touchdown yeah. scramble by him. But but it, it, it most of that was was rotten luck i think
2: yeah but i i think if they can control the turnovers like for three quarters of that game they look like a playoff team atlanta hasn't looked like a playoff team all year no um so minnesota a better team but how many of those mistakes are you gonna get so i i think i like minnesota here um but a couple of those bad mistakes where you're coughing like points off turnovers that'll kill you real quick um in, in a game against anyone in the nfl
0: one win uh, between these two teams combined, which is amazing considering the amount of talent that is on the field when when these two teams take the uh, take the field. Um, Falcons still are questionable. Julio Jones uh, hasn't practiced yet this week, so he'll be likely another game time decision. I I'm taking the Falcons, and I'm only taking the Falcons because this is a hold your nose and take the thing for. I'm doing. I did it with Houston last week, and I'm doing it again with Atlanta. Where I'm, I'm just giving Atlanta the uh, the, the Kyle Dubas Memorial uh, coaching change. Take it and don't think about it. You um, fired
1: your coach, so you're going to play well. Yeah, fair. You,
0: well, just for one week. The, for the like, it's a one week only thing that exists, right? Like it does in football. It's it it seems to last for one week. But you fired your coach, the weight is off you. Let's get our one win in the books. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus the four. They're going to be uh, one of my five. I think. What do you think on this one, uh, Greg?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I'm I'm taking the Vikings. I just I just think they're a lot better. Okay. I just think they're a lot better. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Yeah. And well, I don't in... I
0: don't disagree with you whatsoever. Like I said, I'm just playing the I'm playing the, the, the No, I get it. I
1: understand. And here's the thing: yeah. I made money betting on Houston last week. Oh, I, I, I didn't It was glorious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just like, here's the thing: Houston, I think, was a talented team that had underachieved a little bit. Atlanta has some talented players, but the roster is very bad. Yeah. You know true. what I
0: mean? Uh, next up, the Washington football team heads to New York to take on the Giants. The Giants getting a three-point home bump. Uh, Craig, <laughs> what do you have to say about this one?
1: Well, I can tell you one thing right now about this game is Scott Hansen. Do not show this game. <laughs> yeah, I, have, uh, I have very little to say about this football game. No uh other than I think I would take the Washington team yes. but I don't want to watch it
0: yeah 28 and 29 in DVOA respectively uh I I just I I think you have to hold your nose and take Washington but there's better spots out there so um I have I have nothing to add on this game. Don't want to bet on it. Don't want to watch it. Uh, if you have anything you want to add to this one, Bill, speak now or forever hold your peace.
2: <laughs> no, I, I like Washington as well, but yeah, no, we don't need to spend any time on this.
0: Uh, uh, the only thing I, I, I will say about this, and and it it's technically goes beyond football, is, uh, I mean, just good for Alex Smith, but at the same time, it was like, it it was scary when he was out there. It was it was it was scary last week because he was uh. They, they weren't even letting him get tackled in practice, for God's sake! And then all of a sudden, it was like we're throwing him out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... and and here's the thing, though: how many times did he get sacked? Like six. Like, yeah, six. Like they they had zero ability to block. Like Aaron Donald had a couple of like just like. Oh yeah, I'm just going to like step right through. The, which Aaron Donald has a couple of these a game usually. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm just going to step right through the lineman and viciously hit the quarterback. Like he has a couple of those a game. And when when I, I saw a couple of them, I'm like oh no. But you know he got up and he was okay. Yeah, he just, the shots uh, of his
2: wife in the stands just like yeah. <laughs> like
0: watching through a towel. We're just like oh no. And, and
1: at some point, like, and I get this gets to a broader discussion. But Alex Smith has made millions and millions and millions of dollars playing mm-hmm. football. And I understand. He wanted to get back out there after that injury. He didn't want that to be his last play. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But geez, like at some yeah. point you're thinking to yourself, man, well, you could do serious damage to yourself.
0: I No, I'm fine with him coming back. And like the stuff with him, like, it, it, like the story is amazing. Like the fact that they told him we might have to amputate his leg and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he came back from that. I was fine with him coming back. I just wanted it to be when he was ready. I didn't want it to be because, oh, we benched Haskins and then Kyle Allen got hurt. So now you're in there, Alex. It was just like, no, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. Right. Right. But uh, anyway, moving on from this terrible game, Uh, the Baltimore Ravens headed to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Uh, The Ravens are minus seven and a half. This game actually opened up at Eagles minus uh, eight or sorry, Eagles plus eight. Uh, So obviously a little bit of money came in on the Eagles, probably a little bit of sharp money, I would imagine. So it's Ravens minus seven and a half right now. Uh, How do you feel about the Ravens facing the Eagles given uh, a touchdown plus that extra half point hook, Bill?
2: Ah, the half point always does it for me makes me uh makes me that's
1: why they call it the hook (laughs) yeah that's
2: it um you know what i still gotta go with baltimore here Uh, (laughs) as much as it's over a touchdown and i hate doing it um baltimore is just so much better than philadelphia uh they'll be able to move the ball philadelphia will struggle give me baltimore here
0: this is this is one versus 30 in dboa i think I think only the Jets and the, yeah, only the Jets and uh, and the Broncos, uh, yeah, are are, better than, are are worse than Philly uh, according to DVOA. Um, I I am so weirdly tempted to take the Eagles here, but I, I there's just so many better spots. I just man, this Eagles team should be should be so much better. I I just don't get it, and obviously some of that is just they have dudes off the street playing wide receiver for them for the second season in a row. It's crazy. Uh, Ravens minus seven and a half. Craig, where where are you on this one?
1: i uh, give you Baltimore. Yeah. The, the, the Eagles, I think, are getting too much respect here. The Eagles are a lousy football team. Yeah. And Baltimore's a very good one.
0: It's, Baltimore's offense hasn't been as, as sexy through the first five. weeks no. As it was
1: last year, which is why it's only No, it, has, and it and hasn't half, been right? as crisp. That's that's fair to say. But I think yeah. you, it, you could argue that the defense has been a lot better than last year's version. Absolutely. Uh, Certainly, yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, Baltimore's got the 17th ranked, so they don't even have a top half of the league offense right now, but the defense is number three and special teams is best in the league, so they, they just... They, they're they... always
1: best in the league in special teams, man. True. Yeah, it's them and the uh,
0: Patriots, right? Pretty much yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah. I, they, they uh, fuck around I think spot. that
1: this offense is going to improve too. I, I think that the league's adjusted them a little bit, and they're going to adjust back. Because remember, when the Chargers did their whole, we're just going to play 6 DBs every play, so we have guys that can run with Lamar a little bit when they're doing their Weirdo stuff in the backfield. And then the Ravens are like, oh, okay, cool. We're just going to, you know, have Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, and they did that. And that's, it, it worked well last year, but now teams have made sort of another adjustment. And they're, they're, they're essentially saying, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll let Mark Ingram have, you know, a couple extra yards of carry, but we're just going to try to get a handle on Lamar. I think they're going to, um, uh, I, I think they're going to adjust again. It may not be this week. I still think that they're going to be a lot, and the, the Eagles are going to have a lot of trouble scoring. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they might. <laughs> Wentz might get tackled. Might get tackled a lot this
0: game. <laughs> uh, I I think. Yeah, I I mean it it it's got to be the Ravens for me, but there's just better spots, so I I I say proceed with caution. On the Baltimore Ravens this week is is, is the official recommendation from Matt Pierce. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is the first time in a long time that this matchup right here, this divisional rivalry, has had this much meaning. Uh, this, is, this is for first in the division, is it not? Or there, No, because the Ravens are there too. But, I mean, man, what a... Uh,
1: this is a fun one.
0: This is a fun one. They should have moved this game to four o'clock because for some reason we have two four o'clock games and one of them is good. And one of them is, uh, one of the worst matchups of the year. So they, they, they should have moved this game to, to four o'clock in my humble opinion. That way we have more than two flipping
1: games going on. At, yeah. Uh, I don't understand. 4 4 I, I understand that they had to move a bunch of stuff around this week, but still, yeah. yeah,
0: they, 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 and this would have been just so easy to be like, all right, guys, this one's being played at four twenty-five now. Uh, Anyway, the Browns are heading to Pittsburgh, Take on the Steelers. Steelers minus three and a half. How do you feel, Bill?
2: Steelers? I've been high on the Steelers this year, and they've played pretty well. Um, I I just think they've been a little more reliable than Cleveland. Um, Pittsburgh's still in good health, as far as I can tell. Was there any? No, they haven't lost any good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, I think I like Pittsburgh here
0: uh browns getting three and a half on the road in in steel Town, their first I, I would say this is this the most meaningful matchup for the cleveland browns in two decades
1: uh remember they played pittsburgh in, a, in the singular playoff game in the history of the new browns uh what year was that that was the, the kelly holcomb year so yeah I, i'll look yeah. that up while you're, while you're going on yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah this um this is more than a decade uh i love this i love this game i'm really looking forward to watching this game i think i'm going to take cleveland guys
0: okay i think I, pittsburgh
1: I, wins i just think it's tight i want the i want the field goal
0: yeah i don't i don't blame you whatsoever uh 2002 was the last time they yeah. played uh was that game wow oh approaching water. two decades yeah yeah so uh but the actual the well it was the 2002 season the official the game officially took place january january of 2003, 2003 so 17-ish years since.
1: Uh, and that game was 36-33 or something like that. It was, yes. uh, mm-hmm. that game was nuts, that
0: game. Yeah, it was a very good game. Um, yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is a big one for the Browns right here. And if they're, if, if they are going to entertain any any aspirations of, of winning this division, this is a game they got to go and get, in my opinion. Um, uh, DVOA-wise, Pittsburgh 10th, Cleveland's, 18th, so Pittsburgh's got the advantage there. Um, but the only reason they have the super advantage is because the Cleveland Browns are almost dead last in special teams. The only team worse than them, the Los Angeles Chargers, who are dead last in special teams forever because the Chargers can never figure out their field goal kicking. Um, so other than that. I mean, t- does this come down to a special teams gaff by the Browns? Doesn't that seem so, Cleveland Browns? Actually, now that I now that I say that out loud, that seems so, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Actually, that that, uh, that that some sort of special teams gaff would uh, would cost them a, a game against the Steelers when just when they think they're like, oh, okay, this is the division for us. Uh, gambling wise, I'm just gonna stay away from this because uh, I think these are two really good teams. I don't have a a grip on them right now, but. Uh, I just think there's better games out there and the half point hook is, is got me right now. Um, Yeah. What do you think about this one, Bill Steelers getting three and a half
2: Uh, Steelers? Yeah, it's gotta be the Steelers. I I think they're, they're better. I've been high on them this year and I'm not going to stop now because they've, they've been playing well.
0: Another half point hook coming up on this next one. The Houston uh, Texans are heading into Tennessee to take on the Titans. The Titans are three and a half point favorites. Titans on Extra short rest, having played the Tuesday game. Um, they go from Tuesday to one o'clock, but man, they look so good on Tuesday. And I guess we'll have an actual week where they get to fully prepare, more or less. Like I fully, you can't see me because this is a podcast, but I'm making the air quotations when I say full week of practice for the Titans. Um, but uh, I mean, hey, they get more uh, they they get more time to prep for this game than they would if if this was a Thursday game uh, off a regular week. So. You know, I'm staying positive here. Uh, Titans minus three and a half against the Texans. What do you think, Craig? Uh Titans. Mm-hmm.
1: I just like they're they're rolling. They're good. They're in a nice spot. I, I'll, I'll I'll take the Titans until uh, otherwise noted. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be fine this week. Spectacular. The offense. Let me say, Arthur Smith has done a really nice job with that offense. Yeah, they look. They look really, really good.
0: Um. Yeah, and they got some playmakers. Obviously, they got Henry. Brown was back with the two scores. They got that tight end, John Smith, who had a couple of scores, although one of the scores should not have counted because Ryan Tannehill was was a foot and a half past the line of scrimmage when he threw that. I could not believe they called that a play. Now, I realize that it was at the end of the game and it didn't affect the outcome, but, like, I'm sorry, referees. Uh, People have, like, money on these games and like significant amounts and there's overs and there's unders and stuff. And you can't just be like, ah, we're just going to give it to Ryan handle, even though he was clearly a foot and a half over the, like I'd never seen someone so far over the line of scrimmage.
1: Not going to lie. I turned it off. I turned the game off by the time yeah. that happened. So I don't have a no, I don't was, have a, an, an opinion about that. No, quote. it was it was a garbage time score of all garbage time
0: scores. Like I'm am the only people who cared were fantasy leagues and gamblers. But I are a gambler and I, I didn't <laughs> have any money on that. But I was just like you can't do this. Like like right I'd never seen someone so far over the line in scrimmage. It was so ridiculous and the referees were just kind of like oh, whatever, just let it count. Who gives a shit let's move on with our lives but it was it was it was something else i gotta tell you um shockingly the houston texans are hired uh ranked dvoa team of these two uh houston is 13 and tennessee is 15th a lot of that to do with dvoa takes schedule and strength of opponent into uh which you know everybody mentions that every time you bring up the houston texans that uh Uh, They had the hardest schedule to start the season with uh, three teams that uh, (laughs) could stake a claim for the AFC champion this year. Uh, Titans three and a half, Bill, where are you on this one?
2: You know what? I I think you just look at one and four and four and oh, and you think the spread's going to be eight or nine. Um, Houston has had a tough schedule. Tennessee's had it a bit easier, but I still think that Tennessee is, is quite good at a better team. So I'll take Tennessee.
0: Last game of the one o'clock slate, Craig, yeah boys, the Denver Broncos. And it's, this looks like the battle of the uh, returning quarterbacks because uh, Drew Locke and Cam Newton look like they're both going to take the field for this game. Uh, I made this game one of my fives yesterday when the New England Patriots were minus eight and a half or minus nine and a half. So if you're interested in this game, uh, you can get the Patriots at minus eight and a half. Uh, I I think we got a, uh, a pretty pissed off Patriots team uh, coming in to take on uh, take on like the, the like uh, Bill uh, had two weeks to prepare for your Denver Broncos, be it Drew Locke or not. Um, I I think your team's gonna get fustigated this weekend yeah right? not not i don't know i don't know how i don't have a nicer way of putting it how do you feel going in um
1: game? i i don't know i i just i just want Locke to play well the rest of the season that's all i care about obviously yeah. that's going to be a tougher deal without Cortland sutton and melvin gordon may or may not participate in this oh, game because yeah. of his glug glug vroom vroom situation Jeez. Yeah. um which if you're a millionaire there's like there, there, there's oh, no excuse I've for that thought. in the best of times, but especially if you're a millionaire. Anyway, it's not In, in the
0: age of Uber, I realize it's probably yeah. a little bit harder because if you order an Uber, you got to do the mask that you got to worry about. It, it, I, it's bad. I get it. But I'm 100% with you on this. If you're a, an athlete, you don't even – let's take the money off the table. He's a superstar athlete. He doesn't have one dude in his entourage that he says, hey, you're the sober guy tonight. Like, come on. Right? Like, what are we doing here? Get it together, Melvin Gordon. Anyway, proceed, Craig
1: um yeah that's 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 all there is to it it's uh i that i i'd be cool to keep the game closed i just i just want Locke to play well but without sutton without miller without casey without uh, the, the lengthy list of dudes fant may or may not go like they're just they're 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 getting pretty significantly dinged here the whole way so i hope that they have a chance to uh uh to keep the game close but i think it's going to be a bit of a tough go especially uh, the, the, like the 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 only thing that uh, was holding the patriots back this past uh, game against Kansas City which feels like a lifetime ago now somehow but was the fact that they had uh some some pretty poor quarterback play against the chiefs uh, they will not have that this time around so it's going to be a it's going to be a tough road uh, tough road
0: uh Broncos patriots who you got bill
2: uh, i'd rather neither but uh I think I got to go with the Patriots here. Denver's just they're struggling and it, there's nothing to suggest that they're going to get any better. So give me the Patriots because this could get ugly. Uh,
0: marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate. Easily brown Steelers. Not, yep. even, not even close. Uh, sometimes we have to think about this and this is not one of those weeks. Uh, next up, the uh, first of the two four o'clock games, the New York Jets are taking on the Miami Dolphins. This Miami Dolphins team, you guys, is a minus-nine-point favorite. You have to give more than a touchdown with Ryan Fitzpatrick and <sighs> the Miami Dolphins if you want them this week. Uh, jets getting nine. Bill, where are you on this one?
2: Hey, I'm taking the Jets. I'm not laying eight with Miami. Get out of here. i will laying I'll, nine <laughs> with my nine. Miami, yeah. I will take the Jets and I will feel fine about it, but I'm certainly not watching.
0: I think I I am with you. I'm Le'Veon Bell obviously no longer a part of this, but Le'Veon Bell wasn't even particularly good when he was with the Jets. But I mean I, I there's better spots out there. But if you're one of those compulsive types who has to gamble, I you're you're holding your nose. And you're taking the New York Jets because God. Miami, shockingly, though, 12th in DVOA. So maybe I should be rethinking this, but I'm, I'm fairly certain this is a hold your nose and take the Jets. But just don't do it. Uh, Craig, Dolphins, Lang 9. What do you think? This is gross.
1: Yeah, it really is. I don't want to bet on this game. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I guess I would take the Jets. But I, like, look, the thing with the Ryan Fitzpatrick experience is, is oftentimes after a game he plays great against the, the Niners, he comes back and plays like garbage against a lousy team. So maybe that's what happens this week. I think I would take the Jets, but I'm not uh, I'm not very confident in that. That's what
0: it is, right? If you're going to gamble on this game, you have to hold your nose and take the Jets because the Dolphins just flat out, like, it, I did it last week when I took the Giants, right? When Because the, the, the Cowboys shouldn't be given 10 points against anybody. The Dolphins shouldn't be given 9 points against anybody, even if it is this Jets team, which... I mean, and first off, I would like to thank the Miami Dolphins uh, who I had them last week at, at, at plus nine for a, a probably the least amount of sweat I have ever perspired on a bet in the history, in my long history of, of NFL. Yeah, Champions. you kind of
1: had a feeling in the first quarter you were Holy good. Holy
0: God. I was like, wow, <laughs> like like two minutes into that game. I'm like, well, this is this is I'm good here. Um, so I would like to thank them for that. Um the other thing I wanted to mention Jets-wise, uh, 0-16 is in play here for the Jets. Um, if they're going to get a win, this might be the one matchup that they have a chance to get a win in the game where they're a minus-9 point dog. Um, I I think that the, the Browns team – now, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, so perhaps I'm, I'm – a little bit biased on this. Um, But I think that the, there's two teams that have gone 0-16. I think the Cleveland team that went 0-16 is more deserving of the worst team ever assembled uh, moniker than that Lions team. Because I think that Lions team, while they did, were bad enough and went 0-16, they got monstrously unlucky in close games, whereas that Browns team, I think, played like one close game the entire season. Yeah. Whereas the the, the 08 Lions lost like seven or eight games that were pretty damn Yeah, close. on a per-play
1: basis, and I haven't looked it up in a while, on a per-play basis, I think that Cleveland team was worse.
0: Yeah. This Jets team that we are currently watching, this is like, if they go and 16 or not, this is the worst football team I've ever seen assembled in my entire life. And... Normally, you would just look at a guy like Sam Darnold and say, like, because the thing about Sam Darnold is he's thrown interceptions at every level he's played at. And I don't know why you think when you get to the NFL, the interceptions are just suddenly going to go away. Uh, but it's
1: it's a rare situation that ha- it's happened, but yeah. it's a rare situation.
0: But I mean, like, you can't even evaluate this guy, right?
1: No. Like, and it's... here's the thing, though. They have to have that evaluation done by the end of the year, because no matter like, yeah. look, they're going to be picking in the top two or three. I think no matter at what.
0: worst. Right? Yeah. Like, so
1: if you're not taking if you're not taking Trevor Lawrence, you're taking Justin Fields. Yeah. And, and that's I mean, it. Like,
0: who are the other zero and five teams right now? Like the the Giants are winless. So yeah, the the Giants might be the team they're jockeying with. The Falcons are bad, but like gotta believe that the Falcons are gonna find a W somewhere in this oh, yeah. schedule, right? Like, uh, and is that it as far as undefeated? Like those are the three winless teams. Is there's not are another the winless teams, team?
1: I'm. I'm they're the of? only teams that are winless. Yeah. There's a bunch of teams that have only won once, but yeah, yeah. they're the only teams.
0: But yeah, but I, I just, man, the, uh, it's, it's between the giants and the jets. So like, uh, I remember cousin Sal was making a joke that they should just make Trevor Lawrence of the MetLife stadium QB. And he just suits up for <laughs> whichever one of the giants or jets is playing that week in the, in that stadium, which is, which would be a funny concept if you could do it. Um, but yeah, I, I I truly believe this Jets team we're currently watching is is the worst team ever assembled, and and Adam Gase is is easy disgrace to football, like an absolute disgrace to football. It's uh, and I don't I don't use that term lightly because uh, I want it to have meaning, but I I truly believe that man is is absolute disgrace. Uh. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to a much better game, which is easily the uh, marquee matchup of the two games we have at 4 o'clock, for God's sake. Uh, The Green Bay Packers are heading into Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Packers coming off – both these teams on super rest, too. Packers coming off a bye. Bucks coming off a uh, Thursday game uh, in which –
1: Denver's coming off a bye and Thursday game.
0: True, yeah. Oh, so they're on (laughs) super-duper rest uh, first ever. Unfortunately, same thing with the Patriots, though. Super rest, too, because they had their –
1: they had to buy. They had to buy after a Monday game. After though.
0: a Monday game, true, yeah. Um, but uh, man, uh, the line currently is Packers minus one. I wrote this down as one of my five when it was uh, Tampa plus two. I had Tampa plus two. So if either of you guys are interested in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'll give it to you at the plus two. If not, Green Bay minus one is the current line. Um, this should be a lot of fun. Not a. I. I like the Bucks. I think they have the better defense. Um, the thing that worries me with them is, is just, man, way too many penalties. And, and I don't blame Tom Brady for losing his shit in that Thursday game at all the penalties. Because Tom Brady, he's just not used to first and, and 20s, you guys. It's been nope. like – he hasn't seen a first and 20 since college. So, like uh, – they got to clean that mess up. That's the reason they lost the game. It wasn't the the Tom Brady uh, forgetting it was fourth down or whatever, which honestly, I don't even think it was fourth down. I think Tom Brady was just like, yeah, I could probably convince the refs it's fourth down, right? Like, I think he was just like, I'll give it a shot. I'm Tom Brady. What are they going to do? Tell me I'm wrong, right? Like, like I, I thought he was just like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Um yeah, I think these are two very evenly matched teams, but I think the Buccaneers ultimately have the have the better defense. Um, so, uh, and and there's going to be fans in the stadium too uh, for this game because it's in Florida. But uh, this is this could potentially be the NFC Championship game. But uh, um, this particular week, I like the Bucs. What do you think, Bill? Packers minus one.
2: You know what? I think these teams are pretty evenly matched, um, <clears throat> and for that reason, I, I kind of like just giving the edge to to Aaron Rodgers. Um, They're evenly matched teams. I I just see this so much as Green Bay coming down and kicking a field goal to win by three. Um, I I like Green Bay in this one. Yeah. Uh, DVOA-wise,
0: Tampa Bay second uh, in the league in DVOA despite the loss last week. And uh, Packers are sixth. So DVOA-wise, this is the sexiest matchup of the week. Um,
1: Packers are first in offense by uh, 5.5%. yeah. They're first in offense by 5.5% over the second-place Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And I know that I did this last week, but uh, I'll do it again. The difference between the uh, second-place Chiefs and the uh, fifth place Bills, who are still in fifth, is about the same as the difference between first and second. So it's a it's a it's, it's a relatively wide gap as far as the, the Packers offense compared to everybody else. I still want Tampa Bay, though, because that 29th in DVOA on defense for Green Bay, that's still yeah. out there. That's still a thing. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers are the more well-rounded team. I will take uh, I will take Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I and and this game has all the makings of shootout. This, but I just think the Bucks will come up with a a play. The Packers really haven't play, faced a good defense yet either, which is uh, no. what accounts for these significant. Not that their offense is like punching him of its weight or anything I don't believe that I think they're they're quite good but the reason the numbers are so askew right now is they haven't played a real defense and it seems like uh, Tom Brady's gonna have some of his guys back like Mike Evans has had a week and a half to get that ankle right and Chris Godwin's gonna be back for this game too um, so I yeah I, I'm, I'm on the Buccaneers here I think I, I think they're gonna they're gonna get uh, get the Packers this week uh, Sunday night game um, a little bit sexier on paper when they wrote it down at the beginning of the season. I'm thinking, uh, but the Los Angeles Rams are heading into San Francisco to take on the Niners, who got thumped by the Dolphins last week. Uh, Rams uh, minus three in the uh, in the Sunday nighter. How do you feel about this one, Craig?
1: Uh, Rams all the way. I love the Rams this week. That's they're going to be one by five. I think they're uh, I think they're a really really good team, and they are a uh, iffy pass interference away from being five and zero.
0: Yeah. That's that's true. That's
1: fourth in DVOA. Offense is fourth in DVOA. Mm -hmm. uh, Defense is eighth. It's a good team. It's a very good team.
0: Feel real good about that bet I placed in week three when the Niners were two and one after having beaten the Jets and the Giants in back-to-back weeks. Uh, I I bet them at uh, I think it was like thirty to one or something to finish last in the division. It was it was a large number. I am I am very excited about that bet that i place right now and i think i threw it out on the podcast hopefully people listen to me uh rams minus three uh heading into san francisco what do you think Bo?
2: yeah i'm not as maybe sure as you guys seem to be but i th- i think san francisco is a much worse team here i think you got to take the rams in this scenario uh jimmy g still not back yet right
1: well, well, that's the thing. He played obviously played a little bit against Miami and, and it was benched, terrific. Right? And Shanahan said that he benched him to protect his ankle. Which uh, I, I-, I
0: buy that a little bit. because I, I think it was a <laughs> I, I would say it was like eighty twenty bad play to bad ankle to him just not he couldn't move. And so like it was it was bad quarterback combined with the fact that like, wow, my I can't move my ankle and then it all just snowballed on him from there and then they had to bring in Chris Mullen or whatever his name was. And uh it just—it uh, wasn't Chris Mullen. I know it was Nick Mullen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they—they uh, uh, could have used Chris Mullen, for God's sake. Um, yeah, it just—it just completely snowballed on the Niners. I don't expect them to get as like trashed as they did by the Dolphins, but uh, the, the Rams are the better team, and and there's not going to be anybody in the stands for this one, I don't think. So uh, yeah, you got—I think you got to take the the Rams are just getting the new the three point neutral field bump, I guess. Um, I have a question about the
1: 49ers before we go. Throw it out there. <laughs> the um, quarterbacking situation in the 49ers has not been good this year, and one could argue that despite the fact that it wasn't great, it was okay but not great last year, they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is it? And there's not a lot of dead money if they walk away from Garoppolo at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of dead money. Yeah. Might they walk away from Garoppolo and – Again, I don't know what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but would it not be reasonable to think they might look for someone who's got experience in a Kyle Shanahan offense, like say the Atlanta quarterback?
0: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the that that was. I heard a few people float that out there. I'm still, you know, I'm still on the Matt Stafford to San Francisco train, because um, but it's it's got to be one of those two guys. And uh, I mean Matt Ryan. I forgot to mention this earlier in the Vikings game when we were talking about the Falcons playing your Vikings game. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Matt Ryan throws a touchdown pass this week. <laughs> like that's a good bet. Yeah, I'm gonna say he throws a touchdown pass this week because I don't think he's thrown one since like week one or something like that, or it's week one or week two, and then it's been like 31 drives or something without a touchdown pass. He's gonna get. On Bill the
1: sh- Bill is fine with them running in the red zone all the time. He doesn't mind. <laughs>
0: that's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, I, I just it, like Matt Matt Ryan would be one, but I. I I think Matt Stafford is better than Matt Ryan at this point of our lives, but uh, it, it depends what the. Uh, but, but like the Niners should absolutely cut Garoppolo and go after somebody who can help them, is 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 what I would say. Can they call it? Did they have Andrew Luck's number? <laughs> kind of like, well, can they call
1: it Andrew? Lux? Yeah, I think that it's going to be an awkward like. And here's the thing: it's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault that Nick has hurt. No, so the defense the, isn't going to be as good as it was he's just not good enough that. though he's, he's not yeah and that's the thing at, at some point you got to acknowledge that yeah is this guy good enough to be to helm a consistently great offense yeah. for the 49ers and maybe the answer to that's going to be no and we've uh seen this it, and this, we, this week's a big week for him this yeah. is a big week
0: and we've seen it in football craig unless you are the new england patriots the who are the only team with this luxury unless you are the new england patriots when you get a good team in football you have about a three-year window so it's like you you have about a, a like three to four five max year window to get that shit done and get yourself a ring in 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 this yeah. era of football you you basically yeah. have have a three-year window and you cannot piss it away if you're the 49ers well, on on jimmy see, see,
1: the, the way the way to, to keep you your window open a little bit wider is to have a hall of fame quarterback playing an elite level. Yes. But that's, that's the only way. And yeah. the, the, the 49ers don't have that right now. No. And and in fact, I think that back. like, you know, if you're to list the teams that have that right now, hall of fame quarterback playing an elite level, uh, I would suggest that you've got the Seahawks and the chiefs and the Packers. That might Both, be the list. Three.
0: Yeah, that's the entire list. And I mean, like they could have had Cam Newton. If they had Cam Newton, where where would we what would we be saying right now? Right?
1: Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you could make the we're walking away from Jimmy decision after we mm-hmm. got you with one within one play of the Super Bowl.
0: True. Oh, no, but I'm just saying they could have signed. Like anybody could have had Cam Newton. Yes. Anybody could have had Cam Newton. And like Newton could be on there right now as a backup. at. Uh, here, no,
1: uh, here, here's, here's where this is where I actually yeah. I, I push back a little bit on the anybody could have had Cam Newton discourse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. I think the teams where Cam Newton would have gone in as for sure the backup week one. I don't know if Cam Newton was interested in playing for those teams. Fair. You don't think that the Saints made a called Cam Newton before they signed Jameis Winston and yeah. maybe offered him the exact same deal?
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: No, and guys, Cam can Newton say. says, no, I don't want to be the backup to Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that he was picking his spot as far as where he wanted to go. So I don't know if Cam Newton was available to all 32 teams. Now, that's there great. were there were teams that picked other guys over Cam Newton. I'm looking Colts. at you, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago Colts. Uh, that's that's definitely one of them. The that Colts is. are another one. Good example that if, the, if, the, if those teams had called Cam Newton early in the process and said, hey, Cam, you know, you're going to be our starting quarterback. Do you want to come here? I think he would have. So I think that, uh, yeah, so I know that you're not saying, well, the Niners could have had Cam Newton as a starting quarterback because I don't think that was an option. I don't think anyone does. But no. yeah, yeah there, there, there were, uh, the fact that it, it, it lasted until August and the Patriots got him for nothing is bullshit. Yes. Yeah,
0: well, as far as the Niners are concerned, though, because this is the one who sparked this conversation. If you are Cam Newton and you're like, and you're thinking like I want to go a place where uh, I think you and you're like I do want to go to a place where you start, I think you would look at the Niners and you you might say if the Niners offered you, a thing, which they probably didn't, but if if the Niners did call him up and you're Cam Newton, you probably watch the footage on Garoppolo and you're like,
1: yeah, I can, I can, yeah, take, I'm better. Than I can, I
0: know, I can get course, that starting job by week four, yeah.
2: right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. I
1: think though, from from Cam's perspective. He yeah. was looking at teams where he's like, no, I want to go someplace where I'm the best guy as soon as like as soon as I walk into the building, I'm the yeah. guy. And Which that's what he would end up getting. Easily. Um, now, here's the thing. If the Niners are changing quarterbacks at the end of the year, Cam Newton's free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, might be. A so who knows before. how that's going to go? Maybe maybe that's what winds up happening. Who's to say?
0: I'll, I'll make a bold prediction and say that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be under center for the San Francisco 49ers when we kick off week one 2021. I think that's a good bet. That's what I'll say. Uh, Monday Nighters. That's right. You heard me correctly. Monday Nighters. We got two of them. Uh, first up, uh, the game that should have been playing as we uh, squeak, but uh, it is not. Uh, it's going to be a Monday night at 5 o'clock. A little afternoon football for everybody. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, who had a, a aforementioned uh, potentially look-ahead game coming off of two losses. Bills uh, getting almost a full week's uh, arrest. Chiefs getting uh, an extra day there. Uh, with the Monday game, uh, chiefs minus four and a half, uh, up against the Buffalo bills. How do you feel about this one, Billy?
2: Chiefs, both good teams. Fun to watch. I'm glad it got, uh, got put to Monday. Um, I think though that the chiefs are going to be able to air it out well enough that, uh, they'll be able to score some points and Buffalo won't be able to keep up,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, over under on this one, 57 and a half. (laughs) <laughs> they are expecting some point alone in this game. Uh, I mean, Chiefs are obviously going to be coming in a little bit pissed off. Just lost a home game. Bills also uh, lost. I don't I don't know if they qual- officially qualify for we can be pissed off after a loss status yet. Um, but uh, this is a big one for the Bills. Uh, much like the the Browns and the Steelers, if you're the Bills... And you want to prove to everyone that you're not uh, kind of fraudulent, and you, you're you're worthy of uh, dethroning the New England Patriots for the AFC East crown for the first time in in forever. Um, that didn't involve someone on the Patriots tearing an ACL, uh, but uh, yeah, you, you got to go out there and win this game. Chiefs minus four and a half on the road. What do you think, Craig? Uh,
1: Chiefs. I think that we saw a little into what's going on with Buffalo, and here's the. The the dirty little secret about the Bills mm-hmm. is, and maybe it's not so secret anymore after this just happened in a primetime game. But holy hell, has their defense been bad this year?
0: Yes, and especially like after Allen last is carrying. Yeah, especially after last year when when they were they, the 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 conversation was the complete opposite of this, right? Where, where yep. it was the 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 defense is carrying Josh Allen, who can't you know throw a football through a door right now, and then mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah, well, look, here, here we put are. Put this way. Put it this way: If we were doing our over/unders podcast and someone said, "Oh yeah, week five, Buffalo's twenty-first in DBOA on defense," mm-hmm. I think we put up our, we, we would have put our houses on the under.
0: Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. And now, then we'd be homeless.
0: Now, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, some of that was, uh, I mean, def- scoring's been up. It, it's it's been written and litigated that scoring yeah. has been up, up, up. But and still,
1: they're they're ranked twenty-first in the league, though. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: But I think uh, of of the defenses that are ranked poorly, I think I think the Bills are, are one of the ones that I would bet money that they're going to turn it around in the second half. And the
1: fair enough. And, fair and, enough. And even it out. Will I'm it just saying it's week? shocking that they're that low at this point. in the season. I, okay. And they've been banged up like they didn't have Tredavious White in this game. Yeah. They didn't have John Milano in this game. Like so, so they're missing some important guys that haven't been there the whole year. But still, it's a it's it's not been a great run for them.
0: Uh, Chiefs just signed Le'Veon Bell this morning. Uh, funny thing about that. Uh, the Jets the Jets cut Le'Veon Bell. The three teams that were looking at him. The Chiefs, the Bills, and the Dolphins. The next three Jets opponents. The Dolphins, the Bills, and the Chiefs. <laughs> 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 so, so he was getting a
1: revenge game. <laughs> Le'Veon Man. Bell was getting a revenge game. Couldn't you just see like Andy Reid scheming up some crazy game where Le'Veon Bell has... Yeah.
0: Is he going to be allowed to play in this game?
1: In this game, I think he's got to go through some protocol, uh, COVID protocol. So I don't think they'll be allowed to dress him this week. Yeah. And even if even if they were allowed to dress him, Mm -hmm. how much of the offense could he possibly know? You know, it just to me it would have been like, does he
0: get in there on a couple of goal line series? Because like Clyde edwards hilaire has been great, uh, but especially from a football thing, but he's having trouble getting in the uh, getting in the end zone because he like he might not have a like the body of a of a goal line back at the. at the NFL level. But it's, it's also weird that Andy w- with all the, like, they, cause they've been doing a lot of funky stuff when they get in at the goal line w- with uh, Mahomes doing shovel passes and throwing uh, darts to left tackles and stuff for touchdowns. So it's, it's it is kind of weird that they haven't found a, a package that includes like a shovel pass of some sort for Elyar to get in the end zone when they're, when they're in close. But yeah, uh, yeah, the only thing for me that that, that Bell kind of like I, I don't feel like he's going to come in there and immediately start taking like half of the snaps from from Hilaire, but uh, I, I think when they get inside the twenty, it, it we might maybe. see more Le'Veon on Bell that, inside the five. Particularly, we might see more, but
1: uh, what do maybe I know? they're just concerned with their depth at that spot.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think that I think for sure that's why the Chiefs did that. And like, why not?
1: Because here's the thing, Darrell Williams, if yeah. you're if, if you're going to be looking for a guy that, oh, yeah, this guy can punch in from the two. He's that type of running back. You know what yeah. I mean? So they may have already had that on the roster if they were so inclined.
0: Yeah, And if you can get if you can get a, a, a pissed off Le'Veon Bell, who now must be said he's done a little bit of bellyache in the last few years and a little bit of a malcontent, I would say. But uh, he's probably not going to come in and derail anything the Chiefs have no. going, and if he does, they'll just cut his ass, right? So, and it won't cost them anything to cut his ass, and because the, the fucking Jets are the one paying him the six million this year. Um. So yeah, I think I think I think for me, uh, I, I think the Chiefs come out and and just this this is like old school Patrick Mahomes Chiefs, and and they kind of show the Bills, oh, you think you're ready to challenge for the AFC crown? Nuh-uh. So uh, yeah, I, I'd be with the Chiefs in the minus four and a half on this one. Um. What about you, Bill? Chiefs minus four and a half. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, last game of the week. Uh, again, was a lot sexier before. Um, what happened to Dak Prescott? Holy God, I, that was I, awful to watch. I, I missed this when it happened because uh, that was when I dipped out for Thanksgiving. Because it was Thanksgiving up here in Kenyatta, that I I dipped out of that part. I watched like the first quarter and then dipped out. And saw everybody talking about it in the Slack and on Twitter and stuff. And I, I believe I texted you and I asked you, Craig, on a scale of one to Gordon Hayward, how bad it was. And you said it was close to Gordon Hayward. And I was like, Dear God in heaven, because <laughs> that that to me is is the grossest injury. Like, oh
1: yeah, it, it was bad. Well, I was actually Bill and I were actually on the phone when it happened. Were you? Oh. Yeah, and he and Bill was driving, so I was sort of explaining what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay, they just. uh they just uh, did a QB keeper and, yeah. oh, no, Dax down. And he didn't, like, look that distressed originally. I'm like, okay, Dax, he no. looked down. Then they showed the sh- the close-up of his leg, and I was like, oh, yeah. no. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: And, it was, it, well, and the same thing happened, too, because I think the shock kicks in early yeah. on, on break. Because the same thing happened when, because uh, I mentioned him earlier, but because, uh, like, they're, they're just so comparable with how gruesome they were uh was the same thing happened to gordon hayward where gordon hayward was just kind of like hey i think i'm okay and then he looked down he was like nope my foot's on backwards and then that was when he was just kind of like but even the way hayward was like acting you're like that's not the way i would act if my foot was on backwards right and i think it's just (laughs) i think it's just the shock just kicks in on you and i just i Uh, wouldn't i wouldn't wish it on anybody It, it was it was so bad and then just the rich tapestry of the guy whose job he took being in the booth going, oh, geez, I hope it like and I'm not taking shots at Romo or anything like that. But like the fact that Homer was like, you hope that it's just a pulled calf or something or whatever he said. Right. And then immediate was like, no, it's not. Right. <laughs> like, And then Jason Garrett on the other side, as, as the offensive coordinator of the Giants coming out and being like, hey, man, you OK? <laughs> and then like, just like, oh, and then him getting carted off and was like, like crying. I mean, and. Oh, the contract thing—it's just—it's—it's—it was—it was—it was all bad. I just, man, absolutely gruesome. It was, it was just, you know.
1: Yeah, just everything about it sucks. Yeah, everything sucks. about pra- it
0: sucks. prayers for Dak or whatever the hashtag is. Just you know, get well soon and 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 get back mm-hmm. on the field. Hopefully, is is,
1: is all yeah. Now, for Dak. Mm-hmm. now the one thing I'll say for the Cowboys is, of the thirty-two NFL teams. Were they the one that was best prepared to lose their starter as far as having somebody competent behind him?
0: Absolutely, because that was the thing that I, 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 once I heard, I was like, that Dak is out. And this is going to obviously, based on how gross everyone was saying it is, it was likely to be a season ender. And it's not only going to be a season ender, but likely he, we probably won't see him until 2022 uh, before he's the real Dak again um but once i saw i I looked up i'm like who is their backup anyway and then i saw that it was andy dalton and i said to myself i said self that's not bad if you're a cowboys fan um because i think they're still the
1: best team in that division by a significant margin with andy dalton as a quarterback
0: and i think dalton might be the best quarterback still in that division (laughs) that there's an argument to be made that he's still the best quarterback in that division and we've seen dalton i think that
1: he'll definitely put up the best numbers of the quarterback in that division that that is not debatable.
0: to me, the only thing you lose, specifically with the weapons that Dallas has, because Dallas has got some of the best uh, receivers in the league right now. I'm not sure if there's any team in the league that would that would trade their receivers straight up for uh, uh, for the Cowboys. Um, the only thing they're going to lose is with Dalton is when the pocket collapses, he won't be able to extend the plays like Dak can. That's, that's it. And that's a big one, but that's not significant enough to me that – it should completely that that you're thinking okay the season's over where we're finishing two and whatever i i i think they can get them i think dalton can play well enough to get them some wins where are you on this one bill with andy dalton uh
2: i'll, I'll say this Leonard, Dak or, or dalton i don't care you can't fix that defense and don't bother yeah
0: that's I mean, yeah, yeah that's true yeah, not, yeah, not,
2: I mean, neither
1: yeah. of those guys play safety
0: yeah that's true now they're getting uh the linebacker uh they might be getting back. Van Vander Esch? Van Esch might be uh, back. He's been practicing a little bit. If he's not back this week, it looks like he's going to be back next week. So that, that is not insignificant as far as the, uh, as far as the Cowboys go.
2: Yeah. If they can shore up that defense, Andy Dalton's just as capable as, as, as anyone, uh, but they've been getting pristine quarterback play and, and it scraped them to two and three. Like, <laughs> So if you can't fix that defense, you're in a bad way. And Uh, honestly,
1: there are a couple of plays from that being zero and five.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like the Atlanta against
1: game Atlanta, obviously they won via miracle. Yeah. And Atlanta against the Giants, that game down, that ga- that game came down to a last-second field goal.
0: That's true. Yeah. They they scraped
1: out the two. Now. Like if uh, Michael Gallup doesn't make a couple of like fantastic catches along the sidelines, they're probably 0-5. Well, they, they at least are playing overtime, right, uh, as opposed to uh, being two and three. So. Yeah.
0: So and if they lose the coin flip, it, it's that defense having just lost a. They weren't stopping time. Any... Right. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> Like, they gave up, what was it, 34 to the Giants, who have, That's right. are the, one of the worst offenses in the league. And we we said it last week. Uh, the New York Giants, according to Duve, are the worst offense in the league. They are 32nd, and they put up 34 points. Um, that said, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are coming to town. Um Cowboys are the Cardinals are minus one and a half. I have the Cowboys as one of my five, and I wrote it down yesterday when the Cowboys were plus two and a half. So this line has gone down. If you want the Cowboys, I'm giving you guys the plus two and a half because it's what I have written down for me. Um, I think this is a the Cardinals have been secretly terrible as well. Uh, I think everybody kind of looks at uh, what they got going on and they like Deandre Hopkins, who they did fleece from the Texans. And Kyler Murray is a guy who's a future superstar, but he's not quite there yet where he's carrying teams on his back, uh, Greg Jennings style. But it's uh, to me, this this is a game that can go sneaky sideways for the Cardinals. I think this might be sort of a win one for the Gipper moment for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I, I think, um, I think they get a W here, and I like them uh, getting the plus two and a half, which is what what, what I'm giving you guys. Uh, let's say you, Bill, Cardinals minus one and a half.
2: I, um, I actually I like the Cowboys here as well, and I I, I think the the switch to Dalton is going to be not nearly as bad as, as people might think. You lose a guy like Dak, and everyone thinks, Nope, you're done. Uh, yeah. But Dalton's a capable man. Um, I, I think. He, they're still going to be able to move the ball. If they can shore up the, the defense, they'll be in a good way. And I don't think Arizona, I don't think they're going to go completely high flying. Uh, so I like Dallas here. Yeah.
0: This is something the Cowboys have kind of always taken care of too. Cause they, like even during some of the Romo years when Romo, cause Romo didn't miss like a lot of time, but when he was dinged up, it would always be like, who's coming in for them. Oh, Kyle Orton. That's not terrible. Right. Like, you know, like, like, like it's, it's not, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't see Kyle Orton under center and go to yourself. Well, you know, like, like yeah, it, it's not John Skelton, right? Yeah, <laughs> there are
1: several teams with worse <laughs> yeah. starters than that. I think exactly,
0: right? Correct. Yeah, that's that's yeah. So yeah, the fact that yeah, that's true. There's like it's worse starters out there than Andy Dalton, for God's sake, and he was their backup. Uh, Cardinals minus one and a half uh, in Dallas. What do you think, Craig?
1: Uh, give me the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I think so too pretty unanimous decision by us um get well soon deck and uh good luck just good luck in the recovery because that was uh what's the most gruesome injury that has ever happened to somebody on one of your teams because for me it was uh back when i used to watch um basketball uh it's gordon hayward number one for me as, as a guy who used to watch basketball and used to cheer for the celtics that that was the number one i don't even have anything even close to that i don't think Maybe Peter Forsberg's spleen exploding after that. Yeah, game but that wasn't went, really like an
1: uh, on ice thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't see it
0: happen, right? Yeah, like no. we we didn't see it happen. Could, does anything come to come to mind for you, Craig or Bill?
2: I can't think of anything watching my guys play.
0: No, just a lot of like, you know, guys with, like torn ACLs and stuff, but like. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking about it now. If there's one that like. There isn't one that really jumps off jumps out at me as like oh my god that that was horrific as soon as I saw it type of thing you know what I mean yeah. like it's hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a reason why sort of you know, you, you remember those when you see them live right? Yeah, cuz they they're, they're not super common.
0: Yeah. I it was so gross. Yeah. Um... Yeah. oh yeah i don't I don't wish that on anybody it's bad uh anyway <laughs> on that sour note unfortunately we will end our talk about week six all that is left to do is our picks uh we had a great week five uh gentlemen all of us finished with winning records uh but I had my second five in a week of the year. Uh, hoping to keep that going. Uh, recovered from the last two weeks where I was not good. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go first this week as the defending weekly uh, champion. Uh, I'm going to take Atlanta plus the four and a half. I'm, I'm believing my hype with the uh, you fire your coach, you get a win the week later. But uh, so someone's going to crack the code, and just fire their coach every week. If, if it's, uh, Someone's going to run a team with my philosophy of just fire your coach every week. It's an automatic win. Uh, I'm going to take the Bears over the Panthers uh i'm gonna take the uh new i'm sorry craig i'm taking the new england patriots and and um, i'm the minus eight and a half that i had written down uh give me the bucks like i said over the uh over the packers and uh, i'm gonna take the dallas cowboys as well as as one of my five so uh falcons bears patriots bucks cowboys uh for uh for matt pierce uh billy who you got in week six
2: yeah i'm going I'm going right against you on some of these uh, i'm taking my vikings um, I'm going to take the Steelers. I will take the Tennessee Titans. I'll take the Green Bay Packers against the Bucks there, but I will agree with you for once with Dallas. All right.
0: Dallas. And I'm going to give you the two and a half that I took. Uh, where is Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's minus three and a half. So you got three minus three minus three and and a half in there, Bill. Uh, Craig, who you got?
1: I will take Carolina Panthers. I am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to take the Vikings like Bill. I'm going to take the Titans like Bill. And I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Minus three this week. Billy with the, you get like four hooks there. You're captain hook this week with, the, with the, <laughs> taking f- four, three and a half point games. That's crazy. Uh, that is it for week six, uh, crossover podcast with the crossover dot facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe five stars only. Uh, and as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're on Google play, Spotify and stitcher as well. So, uh, look for us there and pump up those numbers. Uh, um, um, that is it for this week on the Crossover Podcast. Uh, we will be back next week uh, to, uh, breaking down what happened in week six and talking about week seven. Uh, nothing else planned until then, although we're getting very close to the Mandalorian. Uh, so we'll likely come on and talk a little bit about that. Uh, it's exciting to be, I'm, I'm juiced to be excited about Star Wars content for the first time in 20 years. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for some of that. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's just going to be a steady stream of us doing football for the next little bit because it's still COVID and there's still not a lot going on and they're doing shit like canceling glow for no reason. Fuck you on that one, Netflix. Uh, but, uh, that's it. Bill, Craig Needles, thanks a lot. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week on the crossover podcast, you guys.